Hey everybody, this is Amanda Grownie and I am here with Jamie Monahan. And we are really excited to be here with you guys today. We are going to be talking a little bit about perception and how what what perception we have really does determine our life. It just it, it does. It determines how we act in our life, it determines the decisions we make, um and it determines how our life unfolds. Um you know, I've back a, a long time ago, I really used to come from a place of um kind of victim, you know, victim mode. And every perception I had about whatever happened in my life, um, whatever, whatever scenario I was going through, whatever encounters that I had, especially difficult ones, um, I always kind of fell on the negative side of it. And I always looked at it and had put like a negative uh, spin towards it. And, and I lived my life for a long time um, feeling very heavy, feeling like the world was against me, um, and feeling very defensive, you know? Because when you feel like, when you put yourself in that space of feeling like the world's against you, it gets very, you get, you, I, you know, get very defensive. And I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. Um, and so when I started, you know, on my spiritual journey, uh, I realized that so much of how I felt was because of my perception. It was because how I was looking at things that happened in the past or how I was looking at the reality that my situation was at the moment. It was all it was all stemming that 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 angst I had inside, the the negativity I always felt, the heaviness I always felt, the anxiety, depression, so much of it was coming from the perception that I was attaching to whatever was going on. And so um, I really learned, thank God, you know, Jamie said just before we started the podcast that in a book by Marianne Williamson, that, what does it, Jamie, say the A return to love. Yeah. She writes about a shift in perception is a miracle. Yeah. And so what happened for me on this spiritual journey is I started to have you know, a lot of miracles happened in my life. Something opened up for me and I was able to start shifting my perception. I was able to like start seeing things in a new light, in a different way. You know, like today, uh, for instance, you know, in my life today, I'll just give you one uh, example. And one example is recent, you know, very recent. I was driving up to Jacksonville and, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't in a very good mood and it was going to take me about an hour and a half to get where I was going and I was uncomfortable and I'm driving and I'm and in my head this is my perception of my reality at the moment. My perception was this kind of sucks. This drive is way too long. I'm way too tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel. All of this stuff, you know, that my and I could feel that my body was just getting more and more tense and I could feel more and more heavy and more and more agitated and frustrated. And I caught myself and I was like, whoa, wait a sec. Like that was a choice. That was a choice. Me attaching that perception to the reality of that situation was a choice that I had. Mm -hmm. And I was able to say, okay, Amanda, you have a choice. You can look at it like that in a very heavy, negative way which makes you a victim again, really, a victim to circumstance, or you can shift it. And you can look 
at this in a lighter way and see the positive. So I was able to shift it and say to my and start saying things to myself like, oh wow, you know, but wait a sec. I have the ability, I have a car that gives me the ability to drive here, to have this appointment that I need to have that's helping me. I've found this person that's helping me. I have the finances available to go and get this help. I have the four-hour time slot available in this day to go and do so. And as I'm saying all this stuff to myself, everything started to shift. I started to feel lighter and I just, I started to feel better in my body. And after that, like my bad attitude kind of pretty much fizzled out and disappeared. So, you know, our perception is huge and what our, what we listen to in our mind, it has an effect on our life it has an effect on our bodies it has an effect on our relationships it has an effect on everything Mm -hmm. you know so that was just one little one little instance for me in um in a shift in perception that I was able to have and I have a couple more but let's what do you got Jamie (laughs) well you know I could not agree more you know perception can absolutely influence our opportunities our every our day-to-day experiences our relationships with friends and family so absolutely perception definitely plays a big role and I definitely got slapped in the face not literally the other day because I thought I was shifting my perception and I'll give you an example but sometimes I'm just playing tricks in my mind and really I'm not fully shifting And, and let me tell you what I mean by that so I read this fabulous book called Hacking Teacher Burnout by Amber Harper, Harper. And one of the goals in there is to create a word for the year. So I got really excited. I followed her steps and my word is being. So here I am starting off this new year, focusing on everything I I am doing on being. So for example, I'm starting this new workout program and instead of having it on a to-do list and checking it off, I really want to enjoy myself in this workout program and and just notice how I'm being and being playful and enjoying myself and, and not looking at it so much as something else that needs to be done. And so in my mind, I'm looking at all these things that I'm doing to take care of myself and I'm wanting to practice how to be lighthearted and find joy in these activities. (laughs) And then I saw my therapist the other day. (laughs) and I'm explaining this whole idea of being and yet I'm still doing 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 Mm -hmm. but I'm playing tricks in my mind and she says Jamie when you are accomplishing something you are doing you are not being and I went oh crap so (laughs) I had to even sit back and go well what is it that What are examples of being? So with my therapist, we talked about um, going to the dog park for me is a great opportunity to just enjoy myself watching the dogs interact with other dogs. And when I leave, I always feel good, but yet I'm not really accomplishing anything. I'm just being in that moment, sitting outside and looking at my backyard where there's a preserve. And she just kind of taught me how I can just sit back there 
without accomplishing anything. So I can't bring a book with me (laughs) (laughs) and just be. So Amanda, to to add on, I absolutely understand. You know, I I wanted a shift so badly in my day-to-day experiences, but I was still doing the same thing. I thought I was changing my perception but um but no that shift really happened it was big for me the other day so I am practicing more being and 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 less doing it doesn't mean that the self-care stops it just means that there's more opportunities for me to take care of me um and to just be yeah yeah and too like we were saying before when there is like when we're trying to be but we're trying to accomplish when we're trying to be and we're trying to accomplish those kind of things it's 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 kind of difficult you know to have that sense of all right I just want to be in the moment but I gotta get I gotta do this I gotta get this done I gotta accomplish something those two like frequencies are kind of difficult to have together instead of just being and letting whatever unfold unfold you know, like when I feel like I have to accomplish something, sometimes I, there's a, a certain amount of, um, it could be positive, you know, a positive anxiety that gets it done. But there is this like little charge of uh, motivational anxiety that comes when I, have, when I have to accomplish something. And so if you're learning to try to shift your perception from doing, 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 accomplishing, accomplishing, <laughs> accomplishing yes. to being – there has to be that like um, that l- we have to lessen that charge of accomplish, 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 right? Yeah. So I totally get that. Um, you know, some question a question that I like to ask myself when it comes to perception is how does this how does my perception feel in my body? Like what what is this perception doing in my body right now? And if the perception that I have is creating uh, tense, maybe my muscles being tense, my body being tense, my shoulders up near my ears, if it's making my stomach turn, if it's making me um, just feel uncomfortable inside, a lot of the time that means that I need to really shift my perception a little bit. And yeah, and sometimes in my life, a shift in perception there's there's resistance sometimes there can be resistance to having a shift in perception and a lot of times the resistance comes from like what what is what am i afraid of like why am i afraid about about shifting my perception about this because sometimes a shift in perception also means um in my case letting go of some pride you know letting down my walls and trying to take a softer stance at something you know, trying to be a little bit softer um, in my life by shifting my perception because I can go quickly into um, fierceness and into like into um, like I said before, being defensive and and being like the world is against me and I'm against the world. And so, changing, shifting my perception into being a little bit softer um, has changed my life really. You know, it really has changed my life. So I encourage you guys, like, ask yourself, what is my perception right now? How does it feel in my body? 
you know? What is it? I really like how, first of all, I love that question. And second of all, I think just paying attention to the sensations of my body could absolutely bring more attention to to the, the state of my mind. And, and how I'm perceiving whatever it is, whatever experience that's occurring at that moment. So right on. I really yeah. like that, Amanda. Yeah. Well, exactly. You know, when everything comes from our, our, our thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. our thoughts control so much of everything. And if, if we are tense in our body, what's going on in our minds? You know, what are we telling ourselves? Mm-hmm. Probably things that aren't so pleasant you know probably things that aren't so pleasant um you know another awesome question um that i you know that i would like to use and that i encourage you guys to use is is the perception that you have serving your highest good you know is the perception that you have serving your highest good is it is it helping you to flow in this world or is it creating blockages? Is it is it creating um, tension between you and others? That's a great question. Is the perception that I have or perception that you have creating tension and blockages between you and others? Um, and if it is, again, you know, it's all about self, self-reflection. When we're able to, to look at ourselves, when we're able to look back at ourselves... And see, you know, where where we might need to change things. That's when we're able to shift our perception. That's when the miracle happens. When we're able to go inward mm-hmm. and look at ourselves instead of looking outward. Mm-hmm. You know, like me with the whole with the whole Jacksonville trip. You know, looking outwards. Absolutely. And getting frustrated because of it. You know, another um, example that I have, you know, I, I do these uh, meditation retreats, these 10-day silent meditation retreats, and I've done a few of them now, And but my first one was a shock, like a shock to the system because you're sitting in meditation silent for, you know, eight to 10 hours a day, no reading, no writing, no no talking, no watching TV, no exercising, no nothing. So even when you're not sitting for those eight to 10 hours, is there any talking, any dialogue happening? None. Wow. There's none. And of course, I mean, it gets emotional. So you can talk, you can make an appointment with the teacher, but there's no speaking. So you're with yourself and you're with all of your stuff, you know, you're with all of that stuff inside that creates whatever reality you've created. And, um, so I remember, you know, the first, my first retreat, my first Vipassana, I was in a lot of pain, you know, there was a lot of pain that was coming up, physical pain. I mean, if you think about it, you're sitting for that long, there's a lot of, there's a lot of aches and pains and, and all that kind of stuff going on. But what you realize is that all, most of those aches and pains are emotional. They're emotional and they're coming from stored, stuck emotions, stored, stuck energy that's coming to the surface that's needing to be released. And so in the beginning of the retreat, I was I I thought I was going to die. I mean, my perception was, "Oh my god, I can't do this anymore. I can't handle this anymore. I'm not going to be able to walk through this. I'm not going to be able to, this is too painful." 
you know, and I was crying every day. I mean, it was just, it was like, I thought to myself, how could, why would anybody do this? (laughs) (laughs) Why would anybody do this? But about the eighth, seventh, eighth day, I was able to have a miracle, a major miracle shift in perception. And what my perception was like, okay, now if all of these aches and pains and stuff going on with me right now, it's all emotional um, density trying to be released from me that has kept me from being the person I want to be. If that's what that is, then you know what? Bring it on. And that's the attitude I took. Mm. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. I love that fierceness. And, I, and that's how I felt. I felt fierce with it. And I looked forward to going and sitting and allowing myself to just observe the pain that came up and allow it to move through me and, and be transformed. And after every sit, after every meditation sit, I had no pain. It's incredible. And when I left, I, I was I was on fire the rest of the time that I was there. And when I left, I remember I said to myself on my like as I got in my car on my way home, I am a effing warrior. <laughs> and it just it shifted everything for me. So it just it changed my shift in perception, changed my whole experience, the rest of my experience at that retreat. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really is. Our lives are just centered around our perception and how we, how we, how we choose to look at the world and how we choose mm-hmm. to look at things, and how we choose to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I think, I think that's what we have to say about perception today. Anything else you want to add about that, Jamie? No, but I appreciate you sharing that experience. Thank you. Yeah, you know, our perceptions can. <clears throat> our perceptions can empower us yes. and help us to live an, an empowered life or they can take our power from us Absolutely. Or, and, 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 and we can live in that victim mode. So it's all about, you know, where do you want to live today? And sometimes it's difficult to, to choose to be empowered, to choose to live that empowered life, but it's worth it you know so we are grateful to be with you guys and we hope you enjoy this and uh tune in next week uh for something else we don't know yet but (laughs) (laughs) we hope you guys have a great day thank you for tuning in thank you so much sending you all so much love Mm -hmm. bye bye